Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your host, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live from lovely, albeit a little bit gloomy, Austin, Texas. <laughs> Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you so much. It's going to be a great and fun and hopefully useful show, so I'm looking forward to it. So when Julie told me about today's topic, because as a long-time listeners know, Julie's the content czar of our show, I was like, really? That seems a little bit touchy and feely for you, Julie. And then she explained to me, and she reminded me, really, how important the topic is of, and how much relevance it has into your real estate practice. And it is how to survive how to survive real estate for the sensitive. So in other words, if you are somebody who is uh, generally speaking going to be more emotional, someone who definitely allows other people's emotions to have an effect on you, today's and probably tomorrow's radio show is going to have a really, I think, important opportunity for you to not necessarily change how you interact with other people, but we're going to give you the tools so that you can, in essence, show emotion without being emotional, or you can still be yourself, but... uh, remain in the realm of being effective so you can actually get the job done for the sake of your clients. Now, before we get to today's topic, I'm going to share with you guys, uh, students, clients, uh, coaching clients in particular, I have three announcements for you, so write these things down. Um, number uh, Number one is April is PLP month. What does that mean? April is the month that you will go back and you'll make your pre listing pack better if you've already got it done. Or if you don't have it done or completely done, you go back, you absolutely positively get it done. So whether you're in real estate coaching essentials, whether you're in the advanced coaching program or breakthrough coaching program, you need to talk with your coach and you need to ask your coach to review your pre-listing pack and then, you know, let's be honest, you need to get off the dime and get the thing actually done. The pre-listing pack itself, guys, will oftentimes win you the listing before you even meet with the sellers. It is that powerful. It is proven in work in all markets and all price ranges. Um, we have lots of examples of completed pre-listing packs that are done to represent the flair or the personality of the agent that are on Real Estate Coaching Central's website. Those of you who are clients, students also have access to the private Facebook group. You can go and see some of those examples on there. But the pre-listing pack is an absolute critical element of our coaching program, so make sure you have done that done 100% correctly. Uh, and that is going to make, and Julie, write this down so you can remind all your coaches, April is pre-listing mm-hmm. pack month. Number two, um, Gina has asked me to remind all of you, and uh, you being clients, to send in your testimonial videos. We're starting a national marketing campaign, and we're going to feature the best of the videos. And those of you who send in just real quick ones, they don't have to be long ones, just a short testimonial videos. We get emails from you guys all the time, and so do our coaches, obviously. Uh, we want to take what your, the, all the kind words you've been saying to us in emails and put it in, uh, you guys put it in videos. And like I said, we're going to be featuring those all over the Internet for probably the month of April and May. How does that benefit you? Two ways. One is maybe a little bit tacky but still effective nonetheless. For every video you send us, we'll send you a $100 Amazon gift card, whether we use your uh, video or not. So that's what we call a nice ethical bribe. So, again, submit your video. And you can do it directly to Gina at TimAndJulieHarris.com, Gina at TimAndJulieHarris.com. 
And uh, you can see some other examples. Uh, actually, you know what? Talk with your coach about what the video should be. It's just real simple. Just essentially what you're, you know, getting out of being a coaching client and how you're benefiting from it and all that good stuff. Okay, so that is uh, the first way you benefit is through the hundred dollar gift card. And the second way is, and this is something that. Uh, if you've ever seen some of the long-form great, like I'm thinking of Colette McDonald in Atlanta, she's mm -hmm. done a series of uh, testimonial videos for us over the years, and you wonder, why the heck does someone who's selling you know, 300 houses a year, made $80 million a year in real estate, why does she do videos like this? Well, I'll tell you why. I mean, she's, A, she's sincere in her videos, and she's a great client, but also she gets referrals from it. When you guys, mm -hmm. like Colette gets direct referrals because people see her videos, and they'll say, hey, what's the story with this coaching program? Or, you know, I've got a referral that's coming into or out of Atlanta. Can you help me? That sort of thing. And so a lot of the agents that do those uh, testimonials for us are doing it because, yeah, hopefully they're being sincere, and I know for the most part that they are, but also because when we market them, they get referrals because we're giving them nationwide exposure. So keep that in mind. And my third quick announcement is, is we're coming to the end of first quarter of 2016. And again, these are messages specifically for coaching clients, but also if you're not a coaching client, something to keep in mind. Whether you're ahead of your goal for 2016, you're on target for your goal for 2016, or you're behind on your goal for 2016, I want you to heed this suggestion. Complete and do and implement a 90-day massive action plan. The problem with thinking in terms of a whole calendar year, especially in second quarter, is that you will lose sight of the potentiality for this year. Meaning, if you're thinking, well, I've got another nine months to accomplish my goals, that means you're naturally going to fall into a pattern of procrastination. You're naturally going to do to, uh, to, you know, tomorrow what you could have done today. Versus if you say, I've got the next 90 days to accomplish very specific goals. And on the website on Real Estate Coaching Essentials, we do have very succinct 90-day massive action plans. Coaches, make sure your clients are all following 90-day massive action plans that are in alignment with their 12-month business plans. That way, at the end of the year, when we're all sitting on the virtual beach someplace celebrating what a fantastic year all of you had, we'll be able to look back and see that you actually exceeded, in many cases, your goals that you set for yourself. So hopefully all that makes sense. Ms. Julie? Yes, and uh, just to circle the wagons back to the April being PLP month. So for those of you who are saying, already done it, polished, like it, ready to rumble, expect your coaches to be putting you on the spot with your ability to actually present the most important pages, what we call the USPs, Unique Selling Propositions, out of your pre-listing package. Some of you are quite advanced on that project, but the next thing you need to do is to be able to actually monetize it. So that means you've got to speak you know, in the proper fashion when you're presenting it and that you need to actually use your pre-listing packages. So for some of you, it's not getting it done. It's getting X number of your pre-listing packages out there because of your lead follow-up, your prospecting, your marketing, et cetera. So there's several levels to that, uh, PLP being ready for the month of April. just depends on where you're at. So expect your coaches to call you out on that Make sure you're ready to not just present, but to actually get it out there. So I'm excited to hear the you results know, from that. Julie, you're actually motivating me. We should do a radio show about the importance of using a pre-listing pack. Because to this day, you know what, there's a million two members of the National Association of Realtors and supposedly some place, something like two million you know, people in the real estate business altogether, you know, whether they're members or not which, by the way, if you guys are in the real estate business and not a NAR member, I don't know really what the heck you're thinking, but that aside, um, and I bet you 99% of those guys do not have a pre-listing pack. If you're operating in the, in the real estate business and you don't have, I mean, honestly, guys, just 
I don't mean to sound boastful, but if you're not using our pre-listing pack, you're really making your life way too difficult. You're essentially putting too much of whether the seller is going to choose you or not based on things you really can't control at the end of the day. The pre-listing pack is going to get you the listing, even if you're a brand new realtor, even if you're a seasoned realtor, even if you're a realtor that sold a billion dollars of real estate. Don't be complacent. It, you might have something that you consider a pre-listing pack, and again, a pre-listing pack is something you send to the seller prior to meeting with them. You might even have something you think is great that you did a few years ago. Well, guess what? It's not that great anymore because of the fact that your competition is caught up with you. You've got to go and challenge yourself. Anything that you think is perfect, use the next 90 days, part of your 90-day massive action plan, to go through everything and say, hey, listen, how can I make this better? Uh, you know, that's the smart business, guys. And you guys are entrepreneurs, you're business owners. Go through every single aspect of your business as part of your 90-day massive action plan and ask yourself, hey, can I do this better? I mean, silly things like your signs, can you do them better? Your brochures, can you do them better? The way you um, respond to leads, how can you improve? You know, all those things. Go through every aspect, all the touch points. People call them, or Howard Brinton used to call them, moments of truth, right? When you come in contact with a potential buyer or seller, that's a moment of truth. How do your moments of truth actually, you know, how, do they represent how you really want to be seen by the buying and selling public? Is it the level that you really expect it to be? And this, again, as I say this, I know that there's seasoned veterans, agents that are absolutely kicking butt in their businesses who are listening, and they're thinking they have all their ducks in a row. You guys mm -hmm. are the ones that are especially vulnerable to complacency and, and basically letting the ball go by because you think you've got it all figured out. Trust me, thinking you have anything all figured out, especially in this day and age, you might have something figured out that works for like 90 days or six months, and it might be the best of the best, but the world travels so fast anymore, you're going to have to always be challenging your dogma. So do consider upgrading your pre-listing pack. Do consider basically upgrading everything else in your business because, you guys, this is the best time to be in real estate, certainly in our lifetimes. And you could be 20 or you could be 80, and it's still going to be a true statement. Listen to all the past superstars that we've interviewed. That we are definitely in a positive economic cycle, if for no other reason than the number of millennials and the number of baby boomers that will be buying and selling homes. So make the most of it, guys. No matter what your background has been as far as real estate goes, this can be your market. This is you know, arguably, not even really arguably, it just is. This is going to be about the next 10 or 15 years are going to be the best real estate market the United States has ever experienced. Yes, there will be a couple of recessions. Who cares? It can't change the fact that people need to buy and sell real estate. And in the case of what's happening with the number of millennials and the number of baby boomers, there's literally millions and millions of people that will need to buy and sell real estate. You are in the right place at the right time. Now, you, it is absolutely critical that you make the right moves to make the most of that market. Um, you know, Julie, before we get to your first point, I've noticed that we are getting a lot of emails from agents who are new in the business from the radio, and also a lot of emails from agents that are real veterans in the business. And what always surprises me is how similar the questions are. You would think like someone who's been in the business <laughs> yeah. for 20 or 30 years would be asking more comp They're not. It's always organizational. It's always sales questions. It's always how to generate leads. Guys, that's all part of the Real Estate Coaching Essentials program. If you want to learn more about that program, it's undoubtedly the most cost-effective, most powerful coaching program there is. Uh, you guys, it's only 2000 bucks. You get real live coaching. It's for six months. You get all the Real Estate Coaching Essentials program, including the pre-listing pack. And if listen, I know some of you guys are under the eight ball and you don't necessarily have 2000 bucks. Don't worry about it. We'll finance you. And if you want to learn more about that, you can go to agentmillions.com, agentmillions.com, or you can just email me directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com. 
Tim at timandjulieharris.com, and I'll have Sarah call you back and kind of walk you through the program and get you started. Julie, point number one. Yes. Okay. So again, our topic du jour, how to survive real estate for the sensitive. And I should have said how to survive and thrive for the sensitive in real estate. Now, if you don't automatically identify yourself as sensitive or overly sensitive, remind yourself that for some of you, you're not generally like that, but when you get stressed, you get busy, you get overwhelmed, then you become ultra-sensitive. So don't think that this isn't for you if that's not how you naturally think of yourself. So pay attention to all these points, circle the ones that are meaningful to you, and work on them. Ask for help from your coach if we are coaching you. So point number one, sensitivity is not a weakness. It means you're alive, you're present, you're authentic, and you're intense. That's an asset, not a flaw, and I can prove it. People who identified themselves as, quote, sensitive, this is the short list, Albert Einstein, Nicole Kidman, Steve Jobs, Mother Teresa, Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King, Ralph Waldo Emerson, Henry David Thoreau, and many others. And you can see I sprinkled some actors and historical figures, and there's a huge list of people who have historically been identified this way. Now, they have found their emotional tendencies to, again, be an asset, not a curse. So you're in good company. Stop thinking of it as a weakness. It's a strength. Point number two, stop trying to be someone you're not and be the best person you can be. Be yourself first. Be your best self who happens to sell real estate second. And, Tim, this is such a huge point. I've had so many coaching clients who come to us then their initial thought is, you know what, I'm not sure this business is for me. It doesn't feel like a fit. And we ask, why is that? Or their coach asks, why is that? Well, it just seems so aggressive. Or they might say, it just doesn't seem natural to my personality. And when we dig deeper, it's because that agent is trying to become someone or someone has told them, hey, you know what, if you're not just an absolute type A driver pounding at home every day, then, you know, maybe you shouldn't be in sales which I think is completely uh, wrong coaching, personally, because there's so many people that we've coached and that we know who are sensitive and extremely successful. So how do you reconcile this? I always tell clients, I make sure I'm coaching the coaches to do this, be yourself first. Why are you trying to be this something or someone that you're not? That doesn't mean you don't need to polish your personality and work on certain things, of course. But be yourself first. Be your genuine self and then be yourself selling real estate. Be you talking about real estate. And I think that that's, I've seen over the years, Tim, a big barrier removed when agents become, it's almost like we're re-giving them permission to sell real estate within their own personality, if that makes sense. Well, it does. And you know, Julie, I just chatted you something. And you know that the thing is, is there's, and especially in the real estate industry, you touched on something. There's been an mm-hmm. abuse of the whole personality profiling thing. And I know you're working on an upcoming radio show. It's essentially been taken to a level that I don't think it was ever meant to be, almost like it's become a spiritual war almost against, uh, you know, certain personality types. It really mm-hmm. is insane, guys. So, So, you know, I know a lot of you have been you know, misled to believe that you have to be a certain personality type using DISC or Myers-Briggs or all the rest of it in order for you to be successful in life. It's just a bunch of crap. You can be successful no matter what personality type you are, whether you're an introvert, whether you're an extrovert, whether you're sensitive, or, you know, whether you're like me and Julie accuses me of having a feeling as in singular Occasionally. <laughs> you know, <laughs> occasionally, right. So it doesn't matter. I mean, it just doesn't. It's what, it's not all those types of things that predetermine your destiny. And, 
usually, you know, knowing yourself, the power, of that, the power of that personality stuff is it helps you be a little bit more introspective. But beyond that, guys, just look at it for what it is. It really isn't, there isn't much value there. We're going to be doing a radio show on that in the future, telling you the correct way to apply that to your business and personal life, the whole DISC stuff, and also kind of like hopefully debunking a lot of the misinformation that's been broadcast for years, especially in our industry with people think that they can somehow pigeonhole people based on their DISC profiles. Go ahead, Jules. Yes, uh, thank you for pointing that out. Now, point number three, surviving real estate for the sensitive, set up and follow your powerful daily rituals which protect who you are. Fill your cup early in the day so you're not left empty by day's end. I can't tell you whether you're going to have a rough negotiation today or you're going to have a seller call and ask you what you've done for them lately. Chances are good. If you're actively buying and selling for your people, you're going to have those experiences. So fill the cup early. What do I mean by that? Well, maybe that's something as simple as a 20-minute meditation when you arise and before you get into the thick of things. Maybe that means you exercise in the morning. Maybe that means you listen to your favorite music before you start your workday. You know what makes you tick. It's a little bit different for everyone, but in order to protect yourself, Follow some simple daily rituals that are not overly complex, don't require you to go anywhere or you know, schedule anything, something that you can handle every single day, excuse-free, that makes you tick, that keeps you on track. So take a second when you're listening to that point and write down some ideas for yourself. I Usually with a coaching client, Tim, what I'll ask him is, on the days that you felt most powerful, why was that? What caused that, and can you recreate that on purpose on a daily basis? So that's a good place to start figuring out daily rituals. Okay, so point number four, be true to yourself and ignore the chatter of the skeptics. There's a quote that I uh, inserted here. The voice of our original self is often muffled, overwhelmed, even strangled by the voices of other people's expectations. That's a quote from a great book that I highly recommend. Julia Cameron, she wrote, The Artist's Way, A Spiritual Path to Higher Creativity. Absolutely not a real estate book, more of a general book to keeping yourself motivated and being okay if you're a creative, sensitive type of person and still finding your success in the world. So find that book. I believe that's on our recommended reading list if you're a student. Find it on the website. Point number five, embrace the saying or personal mantra, it's too soon to tell. That's such a comforting saying to use on virtually an hourly basis. It's too soon to tell, both good and bad, right? So you take what you believe to be a fantastic listing. That's great. I'm all taken care of for next month. It's going to sell right away. Fantastic. Well, maybe. I hope you're right, but it's too soon to tell. So work it as if there's a chance that you're not right so that you can get additional business, for example. Let's say something goes you know, what we would previously have labeled wrong in your business, well, it's too soon to tell. I always tell people, you know, the real estate God sent you that for a reason. What are they trying to point out to you? What's the silver lining? What did you learn from this that will serve you well in the, in the future? So make sure that you are adopting. It's too soon to tell. It's a great saying to maybe post on your wall or your wipe-off boards. It's too soon to tell, good, bad, and otherwise. Why does that work? Because so many times, you guys can catch yourselves now that you know this, especially in real estate, you know, you deem things uh, either really great or really bad. And that's like all within the same hour. You're up, you're down, you know, it's crazy. So it's too soon to tell. 
let's say you're dealing with a difficult agent. Not that that ever happens to any of you. You never get into it with each other, ha, as if, right? So maybe you say to yourself, it's too soon to tell, instead of saying, oh, this deal will never come together. They're just too hard to work with. So it's too soon to tell. It frees you up. Point number six, and this is kind of a big one, Tim, so feel free to in, uh, interrupt me and, and slow me down if I get too, uh, if I start nerding out or something, shall we say. Well, okay. you will nerd out, but I have, I've, <laughs> you, you will nerd out, that is your prerogative, but I have a feeling a lot of our clients like the, the nerding out with, that you roll into, so I'm going to we'll keep my see. mouth shut. It's too soon to tell. Yes. There you go. Yes, we'll get it's emails too soon and find to out. <laughs> okay. That's right. So, they didn't like it, they'll number, complain. Yeah. I know, exactly. So point number six about being sensitive in real estate. Look outside of real estate for your inspiration and your guidance. Find someone you admire for their authenticity, their ethics, their intelligence and grace, and emulate them. Add to yourself instead of taking away from yourself. Sometimes you have to look way away from your daily existence to find that inspiration. Now, one of my favorites is Leonardo da Vinci. He has seven very specific uh, methods of thinking. Okay, so I'm just going to go through these quickly. This will give you balance in how you look at things on your day-to-day -day life. And I think that there will be some light bulbs hopefully that go off. His first tenet is curiosity. It's simply an insatiable curious approach to life and an unrelenting quest for continuous learning. Well, that's why a lot of people are involved in coaching. They know that they don't already know everything and that it's a moving target. Next one is demonstration, a commitment to test knowledge through experience, persistence, and willingness to learn from mistakes. Now, my most obvious example of this is when you guys don't say it's too soon to tell, and you dabble in something, usually lead generation, and then you decide it either works or it doesn't work instantly. Those of you who say, well, you know, expireds are too difficult, whatever, because of your very limited experience. People who make a lot of money with expireds, for example, never say that. Why? Because they're following it without knowing it. One of the Da Vincian principles, a commitment to test knowledge through experience, through persistence and willingness to learn from mistakes. I think that's something that can be very lacking in our day-to-day -day real estate practices because of the, say, the way things move quickly and how we deem them either good or bad. So it's too soon to tell. Uh, sensation, the continual refinement of the senses, especially sight as a means to enliven experience. Another thing that he believed in was, uh, in Italian he called it sfumato, smoke. Becoming open to the unknown, huge as a real estate pr practitioner. What have you not done, not tried, and are not following? Because you're, you have this fear of the unknown. Whether that's the fear that it'll work or the fear that it won't work, either one results in inaction. So he followed a willingness to embrace ambiguity, paradox, and uncertainty. Okay? And then probably one of my favorite things is art and science, the whole brain thinking development of a balance between science and art, logic and imagination. And then uh, another one was about the body cultivation of grace, ambidexterity, fitness, and poise, balancing the body and mind. And then finally, the connection, recognition and appreciation for interconnectedness of all things and phenomena, systems thinking. Now, this all seems kind of out there and, you know, cosmic perhaps. But here's the thing. Take that very last point, the interconnectedness of all things, systems thinking. I had a great call with one of my clients in Kentucky this morning. She was telling me about a listing that she just went on where, which she took using, you know, listing presentation, pre-listing package, Sharpie clothes, all the good stuff. But how did she get it? Because of the interconnectedness 
of all of the things we've been working on, the spokes, her center of influence, referrals, past clients, they knew her from the neighborhood. That's the interconnectedness in real estate. And really, I center in real estate because we're real estate coaches, but in life, that's certainly true. So was that well, too nerdy? Well, you know, Tim? that's... <laughs> Yep, no, it wasn't too nerdy. It, it's uh, and that's true. I mean, there is interconnectedness when you're paying attention. If you're mm-hmm. so deeply into your own thinking, or if you're really, if you're overly critical, or if you're a pessimist, or if you're, you know, basically of a negative mindset, you don't see the interconnectedness. You don't see how things are actually laced together. When you're on the right path, some people call it synchronicity. You can call it what you mm-hmm. like. When you're on the right path, you find on a almost <laughs> freaky a continuous basis, one thing reinforcing the other. I imagine a lot of you came to us because you were in a synchronicity, uh, synchronicity kind of space and something, one thing reinforced the other, and then you just sort of discovered the podcast. We hear that a lot in your emails, right? I just I don't know where how I found you guys, but I just stumbled. It's because you were on the right path, and, and then evidently this was something, our podcast, our coaching, was something that you needed at the time to move to the next level. That's how life works. I don't understand why it works that way. Um, I believe in God, so I do think obviously there's a spiritual component to it. That's my own personal belief, and hopefully you believe the same thing. But the reality of it is is that it is there for all of us. And if you're tuning in and you're paying attention and you're not letting sort of the lower energy thinking with regards to being, uh, you know, just all the normal things that you get. It's, just, it's interesting, Julie's topic right now is about emotions and, you know, being sensitive. The problem with ultimately being sensitive is that if you don't learn to put up a wall, if you don't learn to insulate from, mm-hmm. from the outward negativity that surrounds us all the time, you get beaten down quicker because you are somebody who is sensitive naturally. Um, and then, you know, where this leads to is then you're not even, you're not being uh, tuned in to how supportive the world is to what you're trying to accomplish, how supportive other people are. You know, that's the tricky balance in all of this. And, and hopefully, I know a lot of you guys, because, again, we read your emails, I know a lot of you guys are getting it. I mean, you know, you've got to be consciously aware of your thinking. You need to be consciously aware of the effects of external forces on your mindset. You need to be consciously aware of the fact that, guys, and I mean this, Never in my life have I seen so much negative uh, stuff out there that's trying to reinforce complacency or is trying to reinforce you guys not being successful. It's trying to reinforce the fact that your your best days are behind you. You know, I, I don't watch the news, neither does Julie. I mean, we're advocates of our own, you know. We live media-free lives, but we do get it from all of our coaching clients and our coaches, you know. And I don't remember a time when our country has been this pessimistic. And it's not just because it's an election year. It's not because of this person's president or that person's president. You can't think like that, because when you start thinking like that, you're not going to take any personal responsibility. It's because individually, we have lost touch with the fact uh, that we are capable of doing whatever we set our minds to. And if you start developing some inner strength, some inner belief, if you start doing things that, you know, will make it so that you're not going to be so in tune with negative stuff. That would be stopping reading, uh, you know, again, media-free life, um, you know, avoiding the, just all the things we talked about in past podcasts, which you guys can listen to a real estate coaching radio. Then what happens is you start tuning back into, um, and I'm sorry for using these kind of hippie words, but you do start turning back into a frequency that's going to reinforce you becoming the best version of you, which is ultimately when you feel inner strife, when you feel stressed, when you feel physical ailments, when you feel stress, any of those types of emotions, 
those are because you're not in alignment with the person that you really are. And you're maybe even reinforcing not being in alignment with the person you really are. When we talk with some of you guys, when we meet with some of you guys, even friends and family and relatives, and you can look at somebody within an instant, and even if you're not a coach like Julie and I have been with literally hundreds of thousands of personal coaching calls, you still get an innate sense of, of somebody's well-being, emotional well-being, by their, how they present themselves, you know, by how they talk, how they hold themselves, how they all those types of things. So what happens oftentimes is our physical manifestations, how we look to the world, is a, essentially a concophony of all the thoughts that are floating around in our heads. And so literally, if you don't look like, feel like, act like, it's probably because the thoughts that you're allowing to, you know, matriculate in your own, uh, in your own brain. And, and, that's, and some of you guys have, have feel helpless to it. And I promise you, you have more control of it than you think. If you just start with the idea that you can ultimately, well, everything you know, is in your control that you choose to allow to be in your control, your thinking, your results in life, your interactions with other people, if you just start, stop saying it's somebody else's responsibility, stop blaming the politics, stop blaming the economy, stop blaming whatever it is that you've used as an external excuse not to become the best version of you. Set all that aside just for a moment. And then what happens is you're going to feel this massive uh, weight being lifted from your shoulders, and then you're going to feel a lot of stress because you're going to realize that ultimately you're, you are responsible for your outcome in life. Guys, that's what we're all about. That's the gap that we fill. When you're actually ready to, to essentially cross that bridge, we're going to help you get there. Now, you might not want to cross a very long bridge. Maybe you're just looking for a, a little footbridge to cross a little you know, stream. That's fine. Or maybe you're looking to cross a long bridge that maybe you can't even see the other side of. That's what coaching is all about. Some of the videos we've gotten in from you guys, the testimonials, we got one from Lance and Karen Kenmore yesterday. Um, you know, they've been coaching clients with us for, uh, you know, he said seven or eight years, and I added it up. He's actually been a coaching client for, with us for over ten years. But here's the thing that's interesting about them. They started with us when they were selling 40 houses per year. Now they're going to sell over 300 houses per year. You don't think that for him to go, for him to go from 40-some to 300-some, it's more than just basically you know, doing units and doing more you know, lead generation and more lead follow-up and all that. There's something that had to uh, change in the way he thought, right? You guys all know that, right? It's not just the doing. It's the thinking. It's the, it's the applying. It's the actions that you take. Uh, that's where coaching really comes in. I mean, you can read books and you can, you know, watch videos on, on YouTube or whatever. You can kind of get the mechanics of it. But if things don't really align themselves, that's where coaching really comes in. And I know, Julie, this is off the path of your topic, but I know you had uh, – That's all related. this tomorrow as well. Remember, it is all interconnectedness. Related. I mean, well, I mean, you got me on that, right? Because I'm a big believer mm -hmm. in synchronicity because when you're tuned into it, you see things all the time. You hear things all yeah, the time. It's uncanny. You feel things all the time. It is uncanny. It's, it's, you know, it, a lot of people call them epiphanies. There's, in, in the Bible, they call it different things. But when you're on the right path, guys, you will see and hear things on a continual basis that will rem they'll basically be little breadcrumbs that you're on the right path. All that is is you being tuned in to uh, you, you being present, in essence, and you being tuned in towards the accomplishment of a specific goal. And when you're working like that, you are in harmony with the, your, your highest self. It's all this other stuff that we allow to seep into our brains, seep into our lives, 
the terrace down and make it so that the light, the, the world doesn't seem as beautiful as it truly is. Um, and, you know, we got off on a crazy tangent on today's radio show, Julie, so maybe we should wrap. Okay. Do you have any, <laughs> time is do you have up. any other, your time is up. Do you have any other uh, thoughts uh, before we well, end today's show? And, and, and We'll continue this topic because there are some more useful points for you guys tomorrow. But if any of this resonated with you, write down what it was specifically what steps you're going to take, what help that you need, and especially if you have one of our coaches, bring it up on a coaching call so that we can help move you forward on this. But my main prevailing thought, Tim, is if, if you're feeling sensitive either as a general thing, you know, that's who you are, or maybe just this week, you're not a freak. There's nothing wrong with you. It just means you're present. You're tuned in. Be yourself. Go make some money. Help some people. Keep it simple. Some of you guys overthink everything. So cut that out. Write down the points that are most important to you and let us help you. Yes, thank you, Julie. I think that's elegantly said. And if you guys need to get a hold of us, Julie at timandjulieharris.com or Tim at timandjulieharris.com. And remember, guys, especially coaching clients, do visit the private Facebook group. There's a lot of interesting conversations going on there. Absolutely, positively see this as your best year ever and then take the actions with your coach's help to make this your best year ever. And guess what's going to happen? It'll be your best year ever. It's that simple, guys. If you need us for anything, reach out. We're always here for you, whether you're a client or not. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.